Mesilas Shishorim, Shir number 30. And so today we continue with behavioral types that are so prevalent and so part of our society. But if we're going to try and reach the, the destination that this book sets out for us, this deeper connection with, with ourselves and with Hashem, then cleanliness, this quality that we're on now, which, which the author here goes into exceptional detail over, needs to be really, really worked on. Concerning the giving of misleading advice, we learned in the Medrash, the Pesach says in the Chumash, do not place a stumbling block before a blind person. Before one who is blind to something, I mean, literally, it's true in a literal sense, but also deeper than that. We're blind to certain parts of life. We just don't know everything there is to know. If you were asked whether someone's daughter can marry a Cohen, don't say yes if you know the opposite is the case. If someone asks you for advice, don't give advice which is not suitable for him. And don't say to him, sell your field and buy a donkey by way of attempting to gain possession of the field for yourself. You might say, well, I'm giving good advice. But your heart knows the truth. As it says in the Pasuk, just remember there is a God and be, be, be aware. Or you could say, oh, but it's only business. No, no, no. It, it could be business. But it's dodgy business. We see then that when one is approached for advice, his advice, whether there is a possibility of his being personally affected by it or not, must be in accordance with pure, clear truth. Observe, says our author, that the Torah has penetrated into the very recesses of the deceiver's mind. If we are speaking here, not of coarse men who openly give advice that is obviously malicious but of those who are skilled in evil, whose advice on the surface seems truly to be in their friend's best interest, but which in reality is not for his good, but to his detriment for their own benefit. It's in this connection that we were told, you might say to yourself, I'm giving him a good piece of advice, but your heart knows the truth. And here you have this depressing note. How much do people succumb to these sins every single day? Now, this was true back in the 1700s, when I would imagine the world of commerce was far simpler and not as advanced as it is today. Then how much more so people who in the workplace or giving advice or generally in life could stumble upon what seems to be such a superficial thing? And the verse in the book of Devarim says, Oro mashke iva badarach, cursed is the person who misleads a blind person on the path. On the path. This is the duty of the just man. And just the context of these set of shirim is as we start the book, the book of Beratius. And the book of Beratius is called not just Beratius, or we're going to our Latin Genesis, but it's called Sefer Hayosha, the book of a just people. So as we're reading the Torah, let's remember these teachings as well. When someone comes to ask you advice, you should tell him to do what he himself would do in a similar situation, having no other end, immediate or distant, than the good of the one he is advising. And if it so happens that he sees himself as standing to lose through such advice, if he is in a position to reveal the same to the other, he should do so. And if not, he should excuse himself and give no advice whatsoever. In any event, however, he must not propose anything whose end is not the good of the person seeking advice. 
unless the latter intends evil, in which case it's obviously a mitzvah to stop him with his evil. So this is a difficult one, because it pops up in different situations in life. It could even be you're, you're standing in a shop, you tell someone, go into that line, go into that queue, because it's going to go quicker, and you know that yours is moving quicker. It's not just the world of business that people can think, oh, it won't apply to me, because the, the example here is commerce. It can happen in so many situations. We have to be motivated, but I want to have it done to me. And we will continue, please God, tomorrow with different areas of trying to develop this cleanliness. This is definitely the longest chapter in the book, as far as I can tell. And for now, my friends, have a very good